fuck it. <laughs> I don't have uh, I don't have an intro made, so <laughs> let's just do some wannabe gangster shit real quick. Fuck it. Let's go. Welcome to Nabi, covering sports of all sorts. If there's any breaking news, you know we got the report. Our one and only goal is to make this your podcast resort. Get you your favorite team updates, both on and off of the court. Breaking down everything. NFL, NBA, MMA, not much a soccer fan, but might even cover Team USA. Is KD leaving Golden State? Is Jordan really the GOAT? Is LeBron comfortable in LA? We'll keep the team afloat. If GSP fights Khabib, we fight him toe to toe. While the Fury rematch, who's always gonna go? We'll cover everything and anything you wanna know. Whatever it may be, we'll break it all down on the show. Yo, 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 what is up, everybody? This is Nabi Podcast. I am your host, Sani Nabi. Uh, <laughs> this is episode 9, but uh, real quick, before we get started, just want to say three quick things. Firstly, I want to apologize if I end up sounding a little uncomfortable or a little off. I'm dealing with a fucking major toothache that started yesterday morning and still lingering today. Um, as you can probably already hear, I sound like shit right now, but, but I got to get an episode out for y'all. So, no excuses, but I want to apologize in advance if I do sound a little off. Um, but I'm going to do my best, uh, you know, my very best to make this episode the best I can for y'all. Uh, secondly, any new listeners using CastBox to listen to this show that don't know, Nabi Podcast is both on um, is on both Spotify and iTunes. If you are a user of either platform, please search me up and subscribe. <clears throat> Sorry. Also, a quick shout out to my partners at Champs Boxing Gym, which is located in my town of Danbury, Connecticut. If you are local or even close by and don't mind the drive and looking for a dope-ass gym with a crazy environment, crazy as in good, <laughs> go to Champs. You won't fucking regret it. Uh, lastly, um, I'm thinking of getting uh, t-shirts made for the show, but I'm not really educated on where to get them done or where to look for that. So, um... If any of my listeners know a place or a website that does great work and decently affordable, you know, because your boy's broke, shoot me a DM on my Instagram or Twitter page. Um, both usernames are not B Podcast, exactly how the show is spelled, and a two H's B Podcast. Um, exactly, you know what I mean? Exactly how that's spelled. Uh, I think the logo would, be, would look fucking sick on a shirt, <laughs> you know what I mean? And a few people that I talked to, they, they said they'd buy one, so fuck it, why not? Yeah, if you guys know of any um, good places, let me know. Alright, let's get right into it. This is motherfucking episode 9. UFC on ESPN3. Um, not ESPN3, the channel. Let me start that over real quick. It's <clears throat> <sighs> fucking tooth, man. Shit's killing me. Alright. Episode 9. UFC on ESPN3. JDS versus Nganu. This is gonna be the review episode. Uh, the event took place this past Saturday, June 29th, 2019. Today is Monday, July 1st. So let's get right fucking into it. Um, first, we're gonna go. We're gonna go down the card and list the bouts uh, along with the winner of the bouts and how they won. Then we'll go right into the fights that I broke down in my previous episode. If you haven't heard it yet, check it out. Um, yeah, and we'll talk about how those um, how those fights went. I, I went six out of eight in my picks, but uh, we'll get to that later. Uh, starting with the prelim bouts, the night started off with ah, blah, fucking amen's tooth. Started off with a heavyweight bout between Maurice Green and Junior Albini. Um, 
fucking lost track already. This tooth is killing me. I'm sorry, guys. Let me start over. Starting with the prelim bouts, the night started off with a heavyweight bout between Maurice Green and Junior Albini. Maurice Green won that fight by KO in the first round. Then it was a woman's strawweight bout between Emily Whitmire, and she was going against Amanda Ribas. Ribas won by submission in the second round via rear naked choke. Followed by a uh, light heavyweight bout between Dacia Lungiambola versus Daquan Townsend. Townsend took this fight on very short notice as uh, Dulce's uh, original opponent and Justin Ledette pulled out of the fight out of fucking nowhere. I had no idea um, until, you know, fight night. Regardless, Dulce won by KO in round three. Uh, after that fight, it was a lightweight bout between Jared Flash Gordon versus Dan Moret. Jared Gordon won the fight by unanimous decision. Um, next fight up, it is a it was a light heavyweight bout between Eric Yaboya Anders versus Vinicius Mojera. Anders won this fight via brutal KO in round one. <laughs> um, the feature prelim bout was a bantamweight bout between Ricardo Ramos versus Journey Newsome. Uh, Ricardo won this fight by unanimous decision. To start off the main card, it was a light heavyweight bout between Alonzo Manyfield taking on Paul Craig. Alonzo won that by a fucking monster knockout in round one. That was followed by a lightweight bout between Drew Dober and Marco Polo Reyes. Marco, uh, Marco, Drew Dober also won this fight um, by a round one knockout. After that, it was a lightweight bout between another, uh, sorry, another lightweight bout between Roosevelt Roberts and Vince from Hell Pichel. Pichel won this fight by unanimous decision. After that, it was a welterweight bout between Damian Maya and Antonio Rocco Martin. Damian won this fight by a boring, uh, very boring decision. Um, unanimous decision, so fuck that. Uh, the co-main event was a flyweight bout, which was a rematch from 2013, and it was number one ranked Juicy A Formiga taking on number two Joseph Benavidez. Benavidez won this fight by KO in round two. And the main event of the evening was a fucking heavyweight monster bout featuring number two ranked Francis Ngannou taking on number three Junior Dos Santos. And Ngannou won this fight via TKO in round one. Alright, let's get right into it. Um, right into the eight fights that I um, that I reviewed and I broke down. Um, not reviewed, that I uh, previewed and broke down. Let's go right into it let's pre and let's review them. Um... Starting with the lightweight bout between Jared Flash Gordon and Dan Moret. In my preview, I said Jared Gordon. I thought that Jared Gordon was going to win. And uh, I thought he was going to win by TKO. And, um, you know, win, win the battle on the feet. But that was not correct. Jared did win this fight by decision. But it took a while for him to actually get it going. Um, in the first round, Moret came in really good. Landing the better, heavier strikes on the feet. And um, the best shots coming in some fucking really hard body kicks. Jared was definitely hurt to the fucking body at one point, and he showed um, in that first round where he fucking, um, you know what I mean, hunched over and, you know what I mean, like, showed that it hurt. But Jared is one tough motherfucker, and he pushed through that shit and tried not to show it. But he was 100% able to tell how, um, that he got hurt when he hunched over like he did. Um, but yeah, they were both able to um, secure a takedown in that first round. But Moret was the one who did more and had longer control with his takedown. So, Moret took that first round. Um, also, not to mention, Moret, um, he was a hometown guy tonight. This was in Minnesota, I believe. I could be wrong. 
I did not write that down like an idiot, but it's all good. It is what it is. Who fucking cares? He was the hometown guy regardless and had a lot of friends and family in attendance and was fired up. So, um, you know what I mean? He had no nerves going into that first round and he fed off of the crowd and it worked big time for him. Going into the second round, it was more the same for Moret, especially with the fucking knees to the body up against the cage and those fucking body kicks in general. Uh, Moret did get another takedown in that second round, which was the um, only one from either fighter in that round. At one point, Moret was even able to take Jared's back and attempt a rear naked choke that seemed tight at one point. Um, but, um, I mean, literally in the halfway mark, that was when Jared turned the position around and he got top control and just started picking him, um, just picking it up with heavy shots from the top and controlled the fight from there pretty much um, dominantly for the rest of the round. Uh, it was a clear round for Jared. Um, Jared round three, uh, it was pretty much Jared all the way. And was more likely a 10-8 round. Jared came in and started backing Moret like I, uh, backing Moret up like I said he should, uh, up against the cage and worked the takedown and controlled the full fucking round basically from the ground right there, uh, with heavy strikes and short elbows. Uh, Moret was able to attack a little guillotine, but ha I mean didn't really have anything on it, so Jared was not really in trouble too much. Um, as, not at all because you know I mean he had nothing with it. Um, in that third round, though, Moret only landed three total strikes, and Jared landed fucking 86. <laughs> yeah, most of them was on the ground, but fucking regardless, you know what I mean? that's a, That right there is a ten, uh, clear 10-8 round um, for Jared, which got him the unanimous decision, you know what I mean? Um, congrats to Jared. He was in, um, you know what I mean? If, if you don't know his story, he was in a pretty and emotional slash inspirational story, you know what I mean? If you have time, look it up, and um, you know what I mean? Give it a shot. He's been through some shit, and, uh, you know, I mean, he turned everything around with MMA, and, you know what I mean, now he's fighting in the UFC, so, yeah, check that out if you don't, if, um, you know, you have a shot, if you have a shot. Going next, um, the second fight I previewed last episode, it was a light heavyweight bout between Eric Anders taking out Vinicius Mojera. Um, I mean, there's not much to review about this episode, Ugh, about this episode, yo, I'm telling you guys, this fucking tooth got me fucked up. <laughs> There's not much to review about this fight on this episode. Um, I did preview this correctly as fuck though, and Eric Anders did win by a vicious KO, little over a minute uh, with strikes to a grounded opponent after dropping him on the feet. Um, I said he would need to keep it on the feet as Vinicius is a fucking horrendous striker and just a BJJ expert uh, type of fighter, and that's exactly what happened. Vinicius tried to shoot for a takedown five fucking times in one fucking minute of the first round. Dude was shook. Of Anders power and you know I mean he did not want to get hit unfortunately the fuck it did get hit <laughs> and um no matter of fact he didn't get hit he got fucking molly whopped first when he tried to escape after fucking failing to get a fucking takedown you know what I mean and then he got clipped on the fucking exit and got stunned and got fucking cracked two or three times on the feet until he dropped to the fucking ground which was the end from there and Eric landed about three or four strikes down there and the fucking fight should have been stopped maybe at like the fucking second strike um and this fucking dickhead ref who I've never fucking seen or heard of in my fucking life before was just standing there fucking staring like a fucking idiot just staring at this dude's lifespan getting shortened and stops it way too fucking late. Fucking even Michael Bisping on commentary was fucking freaking out on the ref. Like, it's fucking ridiculous. Hopefully that dumb fuck never fucking refs the fucking fight again. Fucking douchebag. Graduated the fucking school of fucking Mario Yamasaki's school of refereeing and shit. Fucking horrible. Fuck, it was fucking bad, man. Um, anyways, congrats to Eric Anders on the monster and quick finish. 
best wishes to Vinicius. Hope you recover from that fucking brain damage you more than likely fucking took thanks to that fuckhead ref. Um, Alright, on to the main card fights, starting with another light heavyweight bout, which was between Alonzo Menefield taking on Paul Craig. Another fight that's going to be fairly quick with the review as this shit ended in the first round. Um, I mean, past the halfway mark. So, you know, it wasn't like a first minute one like the last one. Um, I said in the preview that Paul would be fighting going backwards the whole fucking fight. Besides when he's going for a takedown. And that's pretty much what happened as Alonzo was a motherfucking intimidating beast looking motherfucker. And he was backing up Craig the whole fucking time. Granted, Paul did, um, he, he did outstrike him until he got cold cocked. But regardless, Craig was able to, um, you know I mean? That's regardless, though. <laughs> Craig was able to shoot for one takedown, and it, I mean, as it shows on the stat sheet, but from what I saw, it looked like he shot for at least, like, three fucking takedowns. <laughs> um, I saw him shoot for, like, I saw him shooting for his fucking life at one point. But, you know I mean? He wasn't able to scare any of them. Uh, Paul landed a spinning back kick to the head, but it wasn't flush as Minifield was able to um, put his hand up and uh, block most of the impact. It was, um, you know, on the right side of his head. And uh, this fucking dumbass, non-striking self, Paul Craig, thinks it's a great fucking idea to throw it right away once again. You know what I mean? Throw it again right away. That's what I meant. My bad. After the first one. And Alonzo just moves right out of the... Just nonchalantly moves right out of the motherfucking way to his left. And fucking Paul Craig's fucking stupid ass loses balance and falls like a fucking sack of potatoes. Rolls onto his fucking back and the last thing he sees is Alonzo landing a fucking mean punch that definitely knocked his fucking ass out right away. And then Menefield was able to land another, um, maybe one or two shots before the fight was stopped. And, um, yeah, fucking Craig was body bagged stiff after that fucking shot, um, while he was on the ground. Um, I predicted this one correctly. Alonzo, again, I'ma fucking say, is a motherfucking beast, ladies and gentlemen. Congrats to him. Remains undefeated. And, um, and now at 9-0, all with fucking finishes. As for, as for Paul Craig, what the fuck were you thinking? <sighs> Heal up, best wishes. Again, everyone listening, of course, I may, you know what I mean, I may have an animated reaction to a fighter, whether it be in the breakdown or review. Um, but it's all entertainment purposes, you know what I mean? I respect every one of these fucking fighters for what they do, and this is all in good fun. But, what the fuck fucking fuck fuck <sighs> I'm gonna motherfucking say it you know what I mean it is what it is and Paul Craig you fought like a fucking fuck fuck <laughs> alright moving on it was a lightweight bout between Drew Dober and Marco Polo Reyes I uh, I predicted the winner in Drew Dober but I thought he was gonna win um, you know just every round dominantly and win by unanimous decision um, but I did say this fight would be Drew's best performance um, you know, as um, as of late, too. And uh, one way or another, that's what it looked like. Drew got the knockout finish a little over a minute in spectacular fashion, too. He pressured from the opening of the fucking fight. And, you know, like I said, he would, as he always does, and had Marco backing up and trying to throw strikes on the move. But Dober's footwork and head movement was on fucking point this fight. And he was able to duck under one of Mar uh, Marco's shots and come back with a fucking mean counter shot which rocked Marco up against the fence, and from there on, Drew was just landing fucking bombs, up until fucking, uh, Marco couldn't even respond with Polo, and just completely got fucking folded up like a fucking suitcase, dude's brain was completely shut down, and his body just went fucking limp, 
Of course, I hope he's okay, but as a true fight fan, those are the types of fucking knockouts I love to that I love to see. You know, the, like the ones where it's like perfect shots to the fucking chin or equilibrium that completely shut the body off and the fighter just goes fucking limp. I know it sounds a little savage and it it does saying it out loud right now to myself, but all right, think of it this way. Think of it in like a like a body scientific sense. You know what I mean? Like the science of the body kind of thing. It's not cool to me seeing a fighter, you know what I mean, get time taken out of his career and life, no. But I love those special kind of knockouts, you know what I mean? It's fucking fascinating to me. Uh, I've been rocked in sparring, but luckily never in a street fight or even times when I got jumped by fucking multiple punk-ass motherfuckers as a kid. And I mean multiple times. Uh, <laughs> I may have bled, but honestly never got hurt by none of those motherfuckers. Um, but in sparring, I've def been rocked by people who can actually fucking fight. <laughs> but um thankfully never been knocked out man i'm fucking so grateful for that uh footwork and head movement is a motherfucking big key to that so all that sparring fighters out there whether it be boxing mma muay thai make sure that those are two of the main motherfucking fundamentals and big factors in your training you know what i mean you want a fucking long career and just want to make it out the sport healthy too then the goal should be not to fucking get hit as much as possible Anyways, got a little off topic. Let's get back into the groove. Um, congrats to Drew Dober on a spectacular knockout. Marco, get well. You always come in to fucking fight, and I was I will always fucking watch you fight. No fucking doubt. Always comes and fucking brings it. Uh, all right, next fight. It was a lightweight bout between Vince from Hell Pichel taking on an undefeated up-and-comer, Roosevelt Roberts. Problem with that last statement is Roosevelt is no longer undefeated as Vince won this fight by fucking unanimous decision as I motherfucking said he would um in my preview episode I said this would be Roosevelt's hardest fight to date because he would not be able to keep up with Pichel's pressure um and this was another fight like uh the Jared Gordon fight where it took like over a round for Vince to get it at, uh, to get it going and literally maybe threw one heavy leg kick in that first round and um it was only the one and, and, and it was in the end of the fucking round too you know what i mean um i was at the fucking bar with some of my fucking buddies and i was fucking screaming for him to throw fucking leg kicks and uh you know what i mean thinking like what the fuck was he doing because roosevelt's a taller fighter you know what i mean long legs you gotta chop that shit down um as i said in my preview episode but once the fucking second round started that was once um that was like once he started utilizing the fucking leg kicks and i mean a lot thank god his fucking corner was able to tell him to do so in between rounds because i would have lost my fucking shit along with my fucking money if he did <laughs> along with some of my money at least if he didn't fucking um start throwing those fucking leg kicks to start taking the fucking fight back in his favor um but yeah once he got those fucking leg kicks going and made it hard for roosevelt to fucking stop the takedowns it was Vince's fight from then on, and he just threw leg kick after fucking leg kick and got takedowns and, you know what I mean, grinded it out the second and third round for the unanimous decision victory. Um, I was happy as fuck with this prediction, too, because I saw Vince was a plus 220 underdog, which was disrespectful as fuck in my eyes, you know what I mean? So I'm happy as fuck he got this win because I fucking hate the bookies, and they got this motherfucker wrong, and uh, I got paid off of that one. <laughs> so... Uh, yeah, shout out Vince, thank you for that. Alright, moving on to the next fight. It was at welterweight. It was Damian Meyer versus Anthony Rocco Martin. Um, as I said early in the beginning of the show, Damian Meyer won this fight by unanimous decision. 
with a very, very, very boring execution doing it. I picked Damien to win, but I thought he'd, um, you know, get the fight to the ground early and get this, uh, get the quick submission. I was dearly wrong. Um, this fight was boring as fuck to watch. Damien, you know what I mean, he won all three rounds, you know what I mean, the, the same way he usually does. You know what I mean, take down, grind, stay on top, attack the takedown, grind, stay on top. But, um, at one point in the third, at the end of the round, Damien got rocked and staggered, um... I actually looked down for a fucking second. I, I didn't see what it was that rocked him. But um, if there was more time on the clock in that third round, Anthony may may could have fucking finished Maya. But that's neither here or there. You know what I mean? Now we'll never know. Um, Damien got the win regardless by unanimous decision. So congrats to him. I thought Rocco would fight carelessly and try to submit Damien and, you know, like completely fuck himself in the process. But he actually showed very good uh, defense on the ground with Damien. Um, Anthony's, you know, he's always been known with good, uh, submission game and shit like that, but I thought, you know what I mean, I thought that would all feed into his head and, you know what I mean, leave himself open and, uh, you know, get submitted by Damien, but, um, yeah, Anthony is definitely only getting better and I can't wait to see him fight again, um, but this fight, honestly, it was a tailor-made fight for Damien, whether it be, uh, win by finish or decision, it was tailor-made for him to win, you know what I mean, and, um, in this case being by a fucking decision, um, all right. Moving on to the co-main event of the night, it was a flyweight rematch from 2013 between number two ranked Joseph Benavidez taking on number one ranked number one what the fuck number one ranked Juicy Formiga. Um, I <laughs> I was pretty pissed watching this shit at the bar. Um, I wanted Formiga to win and I picked him to win, and in my eyes at the time, it seemed like he was winning the fight. <laughs> but the next day, I looked at the stats and I rewatched the fight, and um, you know. It shows he was heavily outstruck on the feet. I didn't see it at the time when I was watching it live, but then again, I was like I said, I was at the bar and um, getting that lay into the card. Your boy was probably fucking buzzed a little bit, but um, matter of fact, I think I was definitely buzzed because I thought it was. I thought the fight fucking ended in the fucking last 15 seconds of the third round when it ended in the last 15 seconds of the fucking second round. <laughs> um. Granted, there was also some douchebag at the bar that 100% got me unfocused on the fucking fight because he was being just that, a uh, fucking douchebag at the bar. To my buddy and my coworker who, you know, came into town to watch the fights with me and, um, you know, luckily everything got de-escalated my, by uh, my other good buddy and uh, brother Bob, shout out Bob, and uh, shout out Brian for coming through to watch the event with me, um, but yeah, I'm not gonna get, I'm not gonna get into that, <laughs> uh, but yeah, back to the review. Uh, from what I was able to pay attention to, I thought Formiga was winning the fight, but, you know what I mean, I guess I was wrong. I'll have to rewatch it again and, you know what I mean, you know what I mean, make up my decision after watching it a third time. And I'll bring it up another time on what I think after that. But it seemed to me he was the aggressor, you know what I mean, the more aggressive fighter. And, uh, you know what I mean, while backing Joseph up the whole time and even got a really nice takedown. But he did exactly what I fucking told his fucking stupid ass not to do. Which was coming to this fucking fight with a fucking revenge mentality because he was knocked the fuck out and um, and finished the first time they fought. And that's exactly what this fucking dumbass did. Due to him being the fucking aggressor, he completely left himself open and Joseph was able to fucking pick him apart with combos while being on the move. Um, the shot that started the fucking end was a fucking beautiful head kick uh, in the last 20 seconds of the second round, I guess. <laughs> um... Yeah, and dropped him and had Formiga covering up while landing shots and, uh, you know, raining down heavy shots for the TKO finish. It was a fucking, very fucking stupid game plan for Formiga to come into this shit like that. 
um, like, that it's so fucking stupid man what like why would you fucking do that i said and we all knew that he was a completely different fighter since 2013 coming into this fight and like you didn't all you had to do was just let your skill shit uh skill set fucking show it you know what i mean um this was this was fucking stupid you are not the fucking striker out of the two. So why would the fuck would you come in trying to fucking th wing fucking heavy, crazy fucking looping shots trying to fucking knock Joseph out? You know what I mean? When he's the better and faster striker. Like, f fucking ridiculous. Should have just took the fucking fight to the goddamn ground and controlled it there. Fucking dumbass. I'm still pissed about this. I'm getting worked up. <laughs> fuck. Motherfucker came in with a fucking Neanderthal men mentality and got fucking knocked the fuck out because of it. Congrats to Joseph on the win, very well deserved because Formiga's dumbass aggression fucking cost him the fucking fight. Um, as for Formiga, you fucking deserve getting that ass beat, bro. I'm sorry, not sorry. You fucking fought stupid. Chances are you, you know what I mean? Like, I sorry, I read that wrong. You fucking fight stupid. Chances are you would look stupid, and that's what the fuck happened here. All right, moving on to the main event of the night. Can't be talking more about that goddamn fight. All right. Main event of the night, it was a heavyweight bout between number two ranked Francis Ngannou taking on the number three ranked Junior Dos Santos. Uh, Francis won this fight by TKO in the first round, a little over a minute. And um, another fight where it's really not much to fucking break down and review. But I'll start by saying this. No, I did not pick the winner correctly. But I did say if Francis won this fucking fight, it would 100% be in the first two rounds by a KO or TKO. So fuck you. <laughs> uh, but nah, really though, Junior Dos Santos's boxing is fucking incredible, especially for the heavyweight division. And in my preview episode, I said that he needs to keep this fucking fight at his distance and mix in leg kicks and make Ngannou miss and get tired. I also said that if you're gonna throw the fucking overhand right to bring the fucking hand right back to God and get the fuck out of the way, because Francis will always. <sighs> Fucking, oh, just fucking tooth, I'm sorry guys, will fucking always throw back no matter who he's fighting and no matter what strike is thrown, he will always throw heavy shots fucking back. And that's exactly what the fuck happened. Dos Santos threw the motherfucking overhand, but instead of bringing the fucking hand back, this fucking dope misses heavily, completely turns around, and tries fucking running out of the way from Nganu. Um, and... <sighs> fucking Christ, he tried to fucking run away while his back was turned, and, um, he, he tried to run, uh, run away from Ngannou's comeback strike that I said he was gonna fucking throw, and he lands the fucking punch from, be, from behind Dos Santos and connects, swinging around Dos Santos's head, and connects to the front of the fucking face, and completely drops Dos Santos, which led to, you know, a few more heavy shots, and completely, you know, had fucking Joe, uh, Do Joe Dance, Joe Danzos, the f <laughs> completely had Dos Santos covering up, and, uh, you know, which ended the fight in a TKO for Francis, um, like I said, there's not much to review in this fight, Francis won exactly how he should have, um, but Dos Santos fucked himself up big time, dude, fucking shit, he's a much, much smarter fighter than this on the feet, and should have fucking known better, like, what the fuck? Even after the fucking fight in his press conference backstage, he said exactly what the fuck I'm saying now. He said that he fucked up, no, like, knowing right away he fucked up, throwing that fucking overhand and not bringing it back, 
turned around like a fucking idiot and tried moving out of the fucking way and didn't even see Francis's long ass fucking arm reach around his fucking head and punch him. You know what I mean? That got that uh, hit him with the fucking punch that dropped him. Um, but hey, heavyweights, am I right? Fucking bullshit. All right. Well, that was a review episode for UFC on ESPN three. Junior Dos Santos versus Francis Ngannou, which took place this past Saturday, June 29th. Um, wasn't the most star-studded card, but it was very fucking entertaining, uh, to me at least, and to the usual fight fan, you know what I mean? It had a lot of fucking action and a lot of amazing finishes, a lot in the first round as well. If you wasn't able to catch the event, it'll probably be on ESPN pretty soon, if, um, not ESPN, ESPN+. Plus. Uh, it'll be on there pretty soon, if not, if it isn't already is, um, go catch it, uh, it was a very fun night for, like I said, the real fight fans out there, but, you know what I mean, a lot of people probably didn't watch because it wasn't star-studded, um, alright, to end the show, we're gonna talk about some recent news in combat sports, um, since we're talking about MMA, we're gonna stick to MMA for now, UFC middleweight contender Kelvin Gastelum has been cleared to return to training at full capacity, if you didn't see his last fight against Edison, that's, uh, uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, man, I tried to fucking mix up his first and last name. If you didn't see his fight against Israel Adesanya, it was a complete barn burner, and the fucking dude had to fucking take time off to uh, heal up, you know what I mean? Especially his fucking brain, because that shit got rattled big time in that fight multiple fucking times. Um, regardless, can't wait to fucking see him fight again, because he's a fucking beast and a great fighter. It seems like it's looking like his return fight could be against Jack Hermanson. Um, they have both called each other out on Twitter and social media, and they both verbally agreed, pretty much. Uh, I fucking love to fight. Great fucking matchup, and would love to fucking break it down if it gets signed. So, Dana, get the fuck on that, and get this shit signed. Um, quick other news in MMA. Uh, UFC welterweight Darren Till says he will 100% fight again this year after being knocked fucking dead by Jorge Masvidal. Uh, earlier this year, no word on who he will fight, um, or where will, or where it will be, but that's his plan, um, yeah, not, not much recent news in MMA, that's pretty much, that's pretty much it, so we'll go, um, move right into the boxing side of things, uh, I posted on my Instagram about this fight, um, the other day, maybe the other week, but it was officially made public recently that the fight between Sean Porter and Errol Spence has been officially signed and ready to go, this is a huge welterweight unification bout, as Sean holds the WBC title and Errol holds the IBF title. Um, anyone who knows me knows I think Errol is the best pound-for-pound pound boxer right now. You know what I mean? I said this over a year ago and fucking people call me crazy, but now at this time people starting to fucking take notice. <laughs> um, but hey, this will be a very, very fucking fun fight and it's definitely a fucking fight for the fans. Um, you know what I mean? Uh, it, and it will say a lot about where Errol is, you know what I mean, in uh, in the aspect of rankings. Um, can't wait for this fucking fight. I'm a big fan of both. Uh, another news, it was announced that a lightweight title bout between Vasil, um, Vasily Lomachenko will go against Luke Campbell. And that fight has been officially signed. Lomachenko already holds the lightweight world titles of the WBA and the WBO. But this fight will be for the vacant WBC title that Mikey Garcia vacated. When he uh when he moved up to fight Errol, um Errol Spence, so the winner of this fight will be walking out with all three belts. Anyone who loves boxing loves to watch Lomachenko fight, including myself, and I cannot wait to see this one, of course. But Campbell is not a fucking slouch. 
um, you know, I mean, he's, he's probably, he's gonna be a huge underdog this fight, but you cannot fucking sleep on this dude, no fucking way, um, alright, that's the recent news in combat sports, the, um, the next major event coming up is with MMA, and that is this weekend on Saturday, July 6th, which is UFC 239, Jones versus Santos, along with another title, uh, another title fight on that card as the co-main event, which is the women's bantamweight and featherweight champ champ, Amanda Nunes, defending her, um, bantamweight title, taking on the very tricky Holly Holm, um, and former champion Holly Holm, you already know I'll be breaking this fucking shit down, you know this shit, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit you guys with a preview episode for this shit, and, um, that will be the 10th episode, guys, that's the 10th episode mark for the fucking show, and I am so fucking excited for that, and can't fucking wait, hopefully my fucking tooth is better by then, and it's not affecting me, cause, um, <laughs> as you heard in the beginning of the show, this shit, shit fucked me up a couple times this episode, but, it is what it is, gonna keep this shit raw, I ain't gonna fucking restart and do this shit over, over fucking, over fucking up a couple times, fuck that, I'm gonna keep that shit rolling, but, um, yeah, episode 10, man, um, it will come out more than likely on Wednesday or Thursday, but, you know, definitely one of the two episodes, as I usually do for previews, um, yeah, it is a very, very beautiful Monday here in Connecticut, so I'm gonna go and, uh, enjoy the rest of the day, and try not to talk too much, um, yeah, because this fucking tooth is fucking irritating, bro, I, like, I wanna just break shit, it's so fucking painful, um, but yeah, I had to get this fucking review done for y'all, hopefully, uh, you know, hopefully I did good enough for your listeners, and, um, as always, listen, um, as always, listen, subscribe, and if you haven't already, I fucked that up again, see, this fucking tooth fucked me up, let me go, let me try that again, as always, listen, subscribe if you haven't already, and of course, share the show for your boy, um, all the fucking support that everybody's been showing me is greatly appreciated, as always, um, alright everybody, this was episode 9 of Nabi Podcast, I am your host, Sani Nabi, signing the fuck out, see you guys episode 10, take care everybody, enjoy the day, and I will see y'all next time, peace.